The first reading today is taken from Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 11. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of power, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and he will delight with the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash round his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the seas. In that day the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples, The nations will rally to him, and his place of rest will be glorious. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylonia, from Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. The Gospel is taken from Matthew, chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. In those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is he who has spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair and he had a leather belt round his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children from Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water with repentance, but after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. 
his winnowing fork in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We'll pray pretty soon. What kind of what kind of kingdoms are we used to? You might have been able to tell that I'm from the US and you might also have heard we had an election recently. Um, joking aside, now, it, of course, it's worth saying um, some political conservatives and some Christians are celebrating aspects of a Trump victory, thinking it's better than a Clinton victory. And on small points, they may be right. But I think if we step back as Christians, as conservatives or liberals, I believe that um, there's much has been lost with Trump in terms of the standard of leadership, the kind of king, the kind of president he um, plans to be as we, as we look and read the gospel and see what Jesus is like as king. Um, so here's someone who campaigned to make America great again. Um, it seems to me a vision of greatness that is rude to those who are weak or not great. So he's known for making fun of people with disabilities for uh, calling Mexicans rapists and criminals, for um, blaming a large group of Muslims for, for the um, wrongs of a few. Making, um, Trump's known for treating women poorly, for claiming that he could use his power to get what he wants with women. Um, examples could go on and on. So make, make America great again. At, at what cost? It seems at the cost of maligning the weak, of trashing the reputation of the vulnerable, blaming problems on minority groups. It's a a kingdom of the strong against the weak, it seems. Today in our reading, we hear about a kingdom, the, the kingdom of heaven. Now, are we supposed to make the kingdom great again? We often, we find ourselves talking about building the kingdom. We're going to, or we're going to do something for the kingdom. We're going to build the kingdom Let me say, in contrast, we get to pray, we're freed to pray, thy kingdom come. Um, I had fun this week going through Matthew and looking at where the kingdom appears and how it's characterized, and it it could be a good thing for you to do this week. Just just find the word kingdom. How is it? How is it? Trace it through Matthew. Um, And I try to present just briefly what, what this kingdom might mean that John is proclaiming in this passage from Matthew. What's this new order? What's this new, new government um, of unseen realities that Jesus is talking about? Now again, are, are we supposed to make the kingdom great again? As I've hinted, the, in Matthew, the kingdom of heaven is not the kingdom for the great or of the great, of the strong or powerful or wealthy, um, and you, you hear many familiar passages. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Or it is hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. 
Who does this kingdom belong to? Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Or, Whoever humbles himself like a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Again, who does this kingdom belong to? It's clear in this passage today it's not for the Pharisees or the Sadducees who believe they have it made. They're already in God's good books. They're holy. Um, It's more like a wedding banquet where you go out to the streets and bring in good and bad outsiders to be guests. This is a kingdom of the poor, of spirit, of children, of outsiders. And we pray, thy kingdom come. Now again, are we supposed to make the kingdom great again? Is it up to us to build the kingdom or make something of the kingdom? Turning to Matthew again, the kingdom is something that is already happening It's news to proclaim, that John proclaims, that Jesus proclaims. The kingdom of heaven is near. If we look at chapter 12 of Matthew, the kingdom comes upon us as Jesus drives out demons by the Spirit of God. So the kingdom comes, the kingdom comes upon us. And in Matthew, it's also given to us in secrets, The book is full of of parables, as you know, of metaphors, of juxtapositions. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. It's like a field with weeds. It's like a king settling accounts. It's like a wedding feast. And on and on. Confusing, secretive, but Jesus promises that we are given the knowledge to understand. Now, sometimes when we talk about salvation, we may be very clear that salvation is by grace. We're saved only by what God does. And the kingdom is the same. It starts with God. It's all about God's initiative. It's a kingdom that is given and that comes. And we pray, thy kingdom come. But do we still have some role after this kingdom has come in making the kingdom, making, making the kingdom great again. No, again, looking across Matthew, the kingdom is something to respond to. In the passage today, we heard about the response of people who came out to John the Baptist at the River Jordan, confessing their sins, um, speaking openly of what they did wrong, being baptized, and producing fruit. So the kingdom is something to pray for, as Jesus teaches us. Thy kingdom come. The kingdom is something to seek, but seek first his kingdom and his justice, his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So for us, the kingdom is something to pray for and to seek. And we pray, thy kingdom come. The kingdom in Matthew is centered on the king, The kingdom is the presence of this king, Jesus. The king, we hear, will separate the wheat from the chaff, and he will purify with fire. This king is already great and glorious. And farther along in Matthew, we hear that that Jesus will come in his father's glory with his angels. He will come in his kingdom. And we pray, thy kingdom come.
Now, it's, it's easy to criticize public figures like Trump. It's a, it's a cheap shot. But what about you and me? What's your, what's your week been like? Don't know what's going on at home, in your family, your neighborhood, here at church, your workplace, where you volunteer. Where might you be trying to make the kingdom great again? Where might you be tempted to do things on your own power or to favor the strong against the weak? And on the other hand, where this week might you have opportunity to pray, thy kingdom come, to seek first the kingdom? Where is the kingdom of the poor in spirit, of the child, of the outsider near you, around you? Where is the kingdom coming over you? Where is the kingdom given to you? Where might you seek first the kingdom? And where is this wonderful King Jesus present near you? Uh, Speaking of a kingdom of children, this is something that speaks to me as a father of two two young boys. and I probably need to learn to refrain from telling lots of stories without getting approval. But there's lots to take away from just being around children of three and a little less than one. Uh, kids who woke up this morning and just wanted to be close to their father, just want to be close to somebody, who have an amazing sense of wonder and joy about the, the world they inhabit, but break down into tears so quickly too, just need help and are dependent. What can we learn about the kingdom of heaven, and about King Jesus through children. What about you? Join with me in praying. Thy kingdom come. Amen.